Micah's friends were horrible people. Okay, if I did a show like this and you were like on TV with me, I'd be yeah. so mad if you acted like that. So mad. I would I would be like, we cannot be friends. Hello, clowns. I'm Ami. I'm Yu Chen, and we're the hosts of Clown Vibes Podcast. We're just two best friends who get together to laugh and discuss a variety of topics. From all things pop culture to navigating through adulthood as Asian Americans and more with our very own clownsmen, of course. We're so glad to have you here to clown around with us and we really hope you enjoy the episode. Hi clowns, welcome to our scariest episode yet. (laughs) The most clownish episode to date. The entire time I was watching Love is Blind, I was just thinking, like, who can be more clown than this? And then the next person on the screen was more clown. <laughs> yes, you guessed it, or maybe you haven't. But our episode this week will focus on season four of Love is Blind. And I am a Love is Blind stan, but I had very low expectations for season four, and it just completely blew me out of the waters like I was just shook the entire time so it over delivered or under delivered oh it over delivered in clown in clown news oh for (laughs) sure for sure nothing (laughs) about this season was serious but somehow they had more marriages than any other season (laughs) somehow okay so I mean what did you think about the pods the pods is always my favorite part of every season I think it's very interesting. The edit is always extremely funny. And yeah, more pod episodes. The pods and the um, like honeymoon, like to Mexico or to Hawaii yep. or wherever they go is always the most like drama filled because yeah. that is like the catalyst for all the fallout when they go back to the real world. But this, but the pods are usually like very straightforward. You date everyone and then what I thought was f- always five couples get engaged and I'm <laughs> learning that that's false, which just completely blew my mind. But this season of the pods was just like so chaotic. Yeah, that's true. I think this one had more love triangles than I remember in the past. And maybe it's because we're just so removed from mm-hmm. older seasons. Okay, but this, but the other uh, additional couples, it kind of just proves that everyone is on the show for fame now because they just immediately break up after they get back home for sure I think previously the ones that did get engaged like dated for a lot lot longer and this one was a joke they the other two couples I think broke up like the week after yeah okay we can't talk about the pause without talking about Irina and Micah I think when I was like watching all of this unfold. This is the first time that we're really seeing drama within like the individual gender groups. Like usually the drama is the love triangles and that's it. Mm -hmm. But seeing so much mean girl content like really shook me in, because this is 2023. Like the fact that you go on a reality TV show willingly and act like that yeah completely unaware or maybe they are aware that they act like that I don't know they're pretending like they're unaware this is wrong (laughs) it just blows my mind because there's no way that this is purely the edits like they are mean girls through and through yeah I think they're mean girls and they wanted a fun edit and they were there to make tv I think that's also why there was more drama in the individual 
sweets than there mm-hmm. was there has been before maybe because you know all these people are just fame hungry fame hungry but I don't know Irina and Micah I don't know if you saw their statements but they were just like we were really processing a crazy experience and the way we processed it was through humor and I'm just like you guys what? are funny yeah they're not funny and they were just being cruel that's interesting and I like how no one else processed it like this that we saw mm-hmm. and in a way I feel like everyone is there for a little bit of fame right? oh for sure a little bit of fame but no one else is acting like that <laughs> anyone who says they're not there for a little bit of fame is lying and I think the only season you could have said you're not there for fame is love is blind season one because that was I think Netflix's first reality TV mm-hmm. show and no one knew it was going to become such a thing yeah. and that you were going to become so famous from it What did you think about the love triangles this season? Okay, so what were the love triangles? It was Chelsea, Kwame, and Micah. Mm -hmm. Micah, Paul, and Kwame, I guess. And then, yeah. And who else? Oh, Jackie. Oh, yeah. Irina, Zach. So many. (laughs) Yeah, there's, okay, there's too many. And then Josh, Jackie, Marshall. Mm -hmm. Are we missing any? And then Paul also had a love triangle between Amber, Amber, Paul, and Micah. That whole situation, there was way too many people involved. Okay, but do you think that there's more love triangles? Like, there's a correlation between the number of love triangles and the seasons that we're in? Because there are only date, there's like only 15 or so candidates on the girl and guy side. And if the goal is to get to a proposal so that you can go to Mexico and get more screen time, I feel like more and more people are trying to like get to the end so there's bound to be more love triangles mm. because yeah. of how limited the number of contestants are yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, if yeah. I follow that but I will create a diagram <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically in order to increase your chances of getting to the honeymoon part you need to make as many strong connections connections to a proposal as possible yeah I I was following and I get it and I think you're right even the couples that didn't make it onto the show like they were also in love triangles the one JP guy he was saying how he like he was between Chelsea and Ava or whatever her name is and he ended up going with the other girl because Chelsea chose Kwame yeah it seemed like the way things were playing out on the show at least was that as soon as you got dumped by one of the two of your people you were just default trying to get the other one to propose to you yeah or trying to propose to the other one (laughs) uh so the pod itself is like a experiment of yeah its own i think the pod experiment part is like truly some of the best reality tv we have yeah what did you think about zach picking irena over bliss and their whole and like Zach's proposal to Irina and then them meeting in person. That was like the biggest shit show. I think Zach in the pods was so fixated on finding someone who he thought was like strong and would always stand up for him. Really? Yeah. Like that's what I was really feeling from him the whole time. And like Bliss was more nurturing and caring. And as soon as she said, like, I don't know if my dad's gonna like you it seemed like you freaked mm-hmm. versus Irina was like, I'll defend you like to anyone. I'll always be there for you. 
And because of his like traumatic past and his hard upbringing, I think all he really cared for and was like really looking for in the moment was security. But him and Kwame, their whole thing was like validation. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That too. Yeah. 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 It made me really wonder like outside of the experiment, how much do guys value being validated? Because I feel like yeah, I don't it know. is actually like very, very important in the real world too. But because yeah. they're so time boxed in this experiment, they have to be very obvious about it because like yeah. the only validation that you'll a- you're able to get is through what they're saying. And that's not how like, not everyone's good at giving that sort of validation. Yeah, that's true. That's also how like The Bachelor is, right? Like if you're not validating The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, you're going to be out quickly because they're, they have a bunch of other people who are just validating Mm -hmm. them. And then they're feeling like, okay, these are people that care about me because they're physically or like they're saying it. Yeah. I think this time the men were more obvious about it than they have been before. Mm -hmm. Oh, except for Shane. He needed constant validation. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Back to Irina though. Ever since Netflix, like, showed them being mean girls, I could not take a single thing she said seriously. Like, all I could fixate on was how mean she is. And that just made her really, like, not genuine. So I, like, could not buy into, like, anything that she was doing afterwards. Especially, like, during the proposal. Did she have any feelings for Zach? I don't even know if she did, to be honest. Did she say she had feelings for Zach at the reunion at all? My God, I literally just watched this. I know. I literally don't think I've seen a statement about how much she cared for Zach. I think she thinks he's a great person and he mm-hmm. like deserves the love that he received. But truly, I don't think she admitted that she like fell for Zach, which is really telling. Yeah. You know what she said? She was like, in the experiment, I was very careful, I guess, to like X people out when I thought there wasn't a mm-hmm. connection. And so it was basically like Zach was the last man standing and she wanted to get to Mexico. Yeah. Very point blank. Simple. Yeah. When she and him saw each other for the first time, it was just so obvious. She was not attracted to him. Yeah. I felt bad because, you know, that's when all the jokes started about him not blinking. Mm-hmm them thinking he's a little weird but he was just really interested in her like he was really excited to meet her and she could not get over like how she was not attracted to him yeah it's like she walked out immediately got the ick and was like I can't do this exactly and that just like she couldn't even fake it for Mexico no (laughs) I think on the reunion she was kind of like implying that she didn't want to go to Mexico but that maybe the producers were like give Zach a chance so that's why she went did you get that feeling I think it, I got the feeling that she wanted out like either right after the proposal but before he mm-hmm. saw her or before she saw him so she was trying to make it seem oh. like it wasn't really about the physical appearance I'm not then really what would sure. it be about I have no idea because she said when like the doors open she saw him she like no longer felt safe yeah, because she wasn't attracted to him. So it ha- it was fully based on the attraction. Yeah. And the whole, like, eye blinking thing is just, he does blink. He's just, like, yeah. you know, he was just nervous. really intently at people. Yeah. yeah. And it's so interesting because when I saw him at the reunion, 
I didn't get the same feeling of me seeing him in the pause. Like he had a completely different look. He had a much softer look about him. So I think it's just like the way that he was edited a bit and the situation itself, which is a very serious situation. Yeah. And I think it was also like what Irina was bringing out in him versus like what Bliss Bliss. brings out in him. Yeah. Like she brings out security and Mm -hmm. confidence in him. It's the confidence. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about Mexico. This part is always like my favorite part because it's always (laughs) a shit show. (laughs) This season more so than like any other season, which is crazy because I thought last season's conversation with Cole and what's her name? Oh yeah, Colleen in the pool. Colleen was bad, but the Kwame and Michael conversation was just even worse. Yeah, it was. It made me physically uncomfortable to like see it happen, and I felt just very bad watching it go down. Yeah, I wonder if like alcohol was probably involved, oh a hundred percent. Yeah, it's almost just like. What I almost don't fault them for having that type of conversation. Yeah. Because their love triangle was probably like the most real mm-hmm. love triangle. And that was the only love triangle that ended up all going to Mexico. You, you know, everyone else's That's love true. triangles didn't come, like they didn't have that. Yeah, factor. they didn't make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good and point. When you do have like, a connection with someone, an emotional connection, and then you're physically attracted to them. There's just, it's human nature to want to address it. Yeah, a hundred percent. And it's just unfortunate that they are not allowed a different space to be able to do that. I mean, obviously Netflix wants the show to be interesting. Mm -hmm. And what's more interesting than having them do this trunk Mm -hmm. with no regard to what's going on around them because they are not fully functioning the whole time Irina and Zach were together we're just like there's no way there's no way they're gonna make it to the end I think Zach was trying really hard and every time Irina laughed like her nervous laughter Mm -hmm. you could just tell she was just like extremely uncomfy yeah yeah I wish she would have left earlier Mm -hmm. than she did I think that caused a lot of pain for both of them especially Zach. He took it really well, though. Yeah, he, he took did. it well, but then it also seemed like he was hurt. I was more confused on, like, the timeline of when he knew he had to give up on Irina because there were yeah. moments when he seemed like he wants to make it work, he wants to make out with her, but then there are other moments when, like, especially at the end in the bathroom scene when they're packing and getting ready that they, like, know that it's over and he was mm-hmm. basically they were talking about her being attracted to Paul so casually yeah. so casually yeah that was a really jarring clip for me I was like wait we're missing something I think maybe the editing was out of order or we missed yeah. a large conversation in the middle of all of that where they both kind of had the time to get over it they were talking like they were like friends and yeah they were like it was buddies. really awkward yeah Agreed. It was very odd. What else happened in Mexico? Those were the main pieces. I guess like Chelsea and Kwame. It was, I think like Chelsea had a really good moment in Mexico. Like she handled the whole Micah thing really well. But of course it was just like really overshadowed by 
the Micah and Kwame mm-hmm. situation. Like that's all that really got screen time. Yeah. I think the most shocking couple that got married to me was Chelsea and Kwame because they really edited him to make it seem like he did not like her at all. (laughs) He looked annoyed the whole time. But the thing is, is Chelsea is his type. Like, it's so obvious that Chelsea is his type and he is Chelsea's type. I think the experiment itself and like the fast timeline just really made things really complicated for him because he has he's a child of an immigrant or he is an immigrant himself and like those types of culture like our cultures are very intense for sure yeah true he must have been going through like so much stress in the background that we did not see but then it's just also like why are you going on these reality tv shows (laughs) why are you going on these shows how do you go on these shows come back engaged and you haven't talked to your parents in weeks if i did not talk to my mom For two days, she would call the whole world looking for me. These people did not even tell their parents or their families that they were going on the show and that they were going to be gone for a couple of weeks. They straight up were just gone, came back engaged and were like, yeah, I went on this experiment. Well, to be fair, like (laughs) the odds of you actually getting to the end is low, right? Because they only take five couples. No, yeah, but wait, don't doesn't everyone stay until the end or like stay most of the two weeks? Yeah, yeah. They do. Okay, yeah. But that's that's just two weeks. I don't talk to my parents for two weeks. <laughs> there would be an APB out over me. <laughs> and also imagine explaining this to your mom. Yeah, no. Like explain it. To, you would want to explain it to her afterwards. Like the yeah. deal is already done. Yeah. I bet that's like what he was thinking he had to do. Oh, for sure. No. Him, and also he's a boy. Like, of course you can go to yeah. this without talking to your mom. But I just think in general, it was very funny. It's always very funny to me how they come back and they're just like, yeah, wonder where I've been for the last month. It's been here. Because <laughs> they're in the pods for two weeks and then go to Mexico for like five days. So they are not talking to anyone for a while. Yeah. And his mom was just like, Kwame is at it again. <laughs> okay. Talking about Kwame and Chelsea, I thought the way that Chelsea was acting before her dad came was very odd. She was like so tense, so like anxious. And I thought like her dad must be a really intense or horrible person or just really strict. Like what's going to happen? Turns out he's just a normal old man who was like, if you're happy, I'm happy. No, I think I think the issue is that Chelsea may not be as close to her dad as like she is with her mom. And so Mm -hmm. her dad might be a little bit more tough on the boys that she brings home. And she was really nervous about that. Cause like, like imagine if I brought someone back home to my dad, like he likes him, but also you never know. Cause men are unpredictable. Truly. Okay. Yeah. True. True. I thought it was just really unfortunate that she spent so much energy and so much time like wearing herself and luckily Kwame was really wasn't shaken by it she probably also didn't tell him that she was going on this experiment oh yeah I don't think she did unlike her mom who like knew and went Calvin Klein underwear shopping (laughs) (laughs) yeah so the couples except for Irina and Zach Got to Seattle, and I thought the cloud moments were over, but they keep coming. A, it was revealed that like half the cast didn't 
didn't even live in Seattle. And it took me a long time to piece this together. Exposing yeah. myself a little bit. I did not know how far Portland was from Seattle. I thought it was like <laughs> 30 minutes away. I no, it's like, like three like, hours, right? No big deal. Why are the Netflix execs casting people in Portland for a Seattle Love is Blind? Are there like truly no good candidates in Seattle? Ladies, don't yeah. move to Seattle. The men are scary. Yeah, I was very shocked by this. I kept getting really confused. Portland was one thing, but then Micah lives half the time in Arizona. I'm still confused by that. Yeah, no explanation as to why. Just for shits, for her job. We don't, I don't know what she does. Like, why did she need to be there half the time? How did she get cast on the show? Yeah, I don't know. The whole Micah thing was really confusing because... Arizona is so far away so far Seattle I wonder if she got cast and then decided to move and they just didn't think she would do as well as she did on the show um but then they were like oh this whole Arizona thing will create a lot of drama which it did like can you imagine Paul moving to Arizona (laughs) no (laughs) if someone after the fact was like hey you have to split your time between here and a different city where you know zero people and it's just not really your vibe. I'd be like, eh, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We need to talk about Zach again because okay. he starts dating Bliss immediately after the breakup. Like immediately when they get back. I think this is heavily driven by the producers. Has to be. I thought their first date was the most awkward thing. It felt like she did not like him. It felt like she was there because... The producers were essentially forcing her and she was just kind of trying to get through it. And so I was shocked when they continued to date. I think she was really trying to protect herself. Yeah, which is on fair. On the first date. Totally fair. On the second date, you could totally tell that she was opening up a lot. And their entire dynamic is completely different than what we saw with Zach and Irina. Like, it's yeah. very obvious that like Bliss dotes on him a lot mm-hmm. and they have like a ton in common. Yeah, agreed. I wish they would have shown more of the parts of their date where they did have the chemistry and were connecting rather than it being so focused on the awkwardness of it. Were you shocked when he proposed to her? Yes. I was, I was shocked that she shocked. said yes too. This was all producer Same. manipulating. I'm glad it worked out for them, but that yeah, was just totally. like, oh my gosh, this is so fake. Yeah, it was in that moment. I was just like, why the rush? Yeah. I mean, obviously it was the TV show because in no world would you need to propose that quickly. Like you guys were just starting to date again. You just broke off an engagement. Mm -hmm. It gets all too fresh. Like you got the introduction to one another via the experiment, like Mm -hmm. life. And the pods is the best part of the experiment. The life in in like uh, Seattle together and the like forced wedding is the worst part of the experiment. (laughs) Exactly. And what was confusing to me is they don't seem like people who care about being on the show. Yeah. Out of the whole cast, I thought they were the least there to be famous, but... Tiffany and Brett. Yeah, okay, Tiffany and Brett. But 
clearly Bliss and Zach were pretty much there to be famous. Yeah. Like, otherwise, <laughs> what was the point? <laughs> it happening so fast. <laughs> okay. And then Marshall, Jackie, and Josh. So we all thought Irina and Micah were the villains of the season. Mm-hmm. But no, Jackie is just like, hold up. Let me. <laughs> She's like sneak attacked the show. Yeah. And like, I truly think she was just, that's who she is. Mm-hmm. She's really not trying to be anyone other than who she really is. And I really yeah. applaud her for that. Sure. I think like in that moment, she had a lot of growing to do. And I'm sure if she's really grown from it <laughs> because the reunion beat us nothing. Yeah. Agreed when they were in Mexico and like right after I thought she was just you know going through like so much tough stuff they didn't really explain what like her family was causing her a lot of anxiety it seemed like Marshall was being super understanding super sweet and then it was like a switch flipped or at least that was the way it was edited I think Jackie was attracted to Marshall okay this goes back to is love blind I think she was attracted to him, but he's not her type. Like very similar to how Micah is not Paul's type, even though he is attracted to her. And Mm -hmm. the issue is that Marshall is a lot more soft than Jackie, but Mm -hmm. at their core, they are both romantics. Yeah. They are just like, they are very expressive with their emotions, but just in very different tones. And Jackie is not she doesn't know what to do with Marshall's tone Mm -hmm. like she wants his love translated in an aggressive way that every time she said like to boss up and be aggressive I'm just like why would you want that but like she wanted what he was saying and demonstrated in a different way Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what's confusing is I thought he was soft like that in the pods whatever soft means like that in the pods too And Josh was aggressive and like, obviously no wonder that they're still together, but it was confusing that back then she didn't see that or didn't pick Josh. I don't know. I think it all goes back to what we were talking about, like validation. Mm -hmm. Marshall was better at validating her with his words. That's true. Josh and like Jackie, her whole thing was like, I want you to show me. And Josh is able to demonstrate without, like, words, like, what he was feeling or what he wanted. And just Marshall was a completely different guy for her. Yeah. But her whole keeping the ring thing. Why? (laughs) Yeah. Jackie keeping the ring thing was just silly. And that was an easy place where she could have gained back some audience sympathy. Yeah. And fumbled the bag for like what a couple thousand dollars well I'm surprised that Netflix didn't ask for a back yeah that's actually so surprising because what would what does the guy get out of it yeah and also doesn't Josh feel bad that Jackie just has the ring of another guy's proposal I bet she sold it no in the reunion she revealed that she still has it oh I was not fully paying attention, I guess. (laughs) Classic. Okay, what the fuck does she do with it? Does she wear it? I don't know. 
it's just singing sitting in her like love is blind memorabilia cabinet it's safe for a rainy day (laughs) (laughs) man maybe like maybe it is saving for a rainy day like when she needs to cash it in Mm -hmm. I think so and like I can see Josh standing behind that yeah exactly he seems like the person that was like yeah let's get some extra cash yeah her entire breakup with Marshall it was just so funny because she was just so over it you could just Mm -hmm. tell by her mannerism she did not give an f I think like that relationship was spent Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which like in the reunion I think a lot of people's reaction was that Vanessa didn't grill Jackie Jackie and Josh enough and she like went really hard at Marshall I think it's because a Jackie just wasn't there. She, yeah, yeah. Vanessa couldn't like, you know, bounce off the energy of Jackie and Josh. Like that was way more rehearsed. Mm-hmm. Marshall is a very expressive person, and he was the only one available to discuss it. But also, yeah. I just got the feeling that Marshall was upset that Jackie gave up before they got to the wedding part. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you got this impression, but he really wanted to see that part through. Did you get that impression? Yeah, I did. And that's confusing to me because why would you want it to continue on if she knew that it was done for her? Yeah. Like that's more if hurtful. You truly, if you truly like are taking this seriously rather than just for additional screen time. Mm-hmm. Like it's very obvious based on both of their reactions that they were very done with each other. So for him yeah. to say like, I wanted to wanted her to try to see it through to the wedding. What's an additional two or three weeks? You're not going to make it. It's not even weeks because at that point they were already in their like wedding dress shopping phase. So it was days. Really? Yeah. How did they get those wedding dresses in time for the wedding? <laughs> yeah, I actually don't know, but it was like days. And so at that point, like you already know that you're going to say no to one another yeah. and him being so upset that like Jackie got with Josh immediately afterwards what is the difference between that and Bliss and yeah, Zach getting together that's true yeah 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 there's yeah, yeah. no difference so why are you villainizing Jackie for getting with Josh yeah that's a good point I didn't think about that like I I didn't really villainize her for doing that but he was really getting angry but then apparently he was also dating someone immediately too yeah but then was like oh it's too heartbroken and you can't get mad at someone for not having yeah whatever you can't get mad at someone for not having the same like reaction you do Mm -hmm. as hard as that is and you think like a year later they would have you know processed all of these things and not been so in the moment, but clearly they have not processed Mm-mm. anything. <laughs> you know that TikTok that I sent you, let go or be dragged. Everyone's yeah. getting dragged. Everyone is getting dragged. <laughs> They're dragging themselves. They're dragging everyone with them. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Chelsea and Kwame, they were very strong, as strong as they can be in the pods and in. Mexico I think they just completely fell apart in Seattle 
Life, or yeah. it was the edit. The Seattle part was very difficult, I think, to believe that they would actually end up together, which for sure so it was like truly the biggest shocker when they both said yes, especially Kwame. I thought Chelsea was going to say yes and Kwame was going to say no. I go back and forth between Chelsea a lot. Like, obviously, we're speaking about these people as characters. Like, I'm yeah. sure everyone's a lovely human being themselves, but totally. The vibe that I got from Chelsea was during the Seattle time, especially, and during the, like, the wedding part, that she just wanted a wedding. Like, she wanted to be a wife. She wanted a husband. And Mm -hmm. it just, like, the person that I keep going back to is that girl that I sent you that soft launched her boyfriend. And she was like, (laughs) how she had the marketing plan forever. And all she needed was the boy. And this is exactly, like, Chelsea like Chelsea had her wedding down to the T like she knew the vibe that she wanted and she wanted that photo shoot as well like she had planned for the photo shoot before she even met the guy Mm -hmm. and so Kwame was just the guy that fit the mold yeah and the guy who proposed to her Mm -hmm. for sure yeah I got that same vibe based on the edit I think they edited the edited them very dirty (laughs) <laughs> yeah I'm sure like it's very obvious that they do have a lot in common like I can see that their personalities mesh really well yeah I think all three couples that made it so far their personalities do mesh very well with one another so I'm interested to see how these relationships will play out six months from now now that the everyone's dirty laundry has been aired <laughs> yeah and now that people know who they are and they're gonna be more watched in life okay Micah and Paul what did you think of their life in Seattle and Micah's friends (laughs) Micah's friends were horrible people okay if I did a show like this and you were like on tv with me I'd be so mad if you acted like that so mad I would I would be like we cannot be friends like you truly do not have my best interests at heart like if you feel that way that's totally fine tell me in off camera like yeah yeah. don't be doing those interviews drunk like it was actually so I got secondhand embarrassment watching yeah 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 and the at the wedding when um Michael like went away crying she made like a comment of just like I'm glad this happened like when the yeah mean blonde girlfriend that was sick yeah yeah that gave me so much anxiety seeing that Mm -hmm. and the fact that Micah at the reunion was defending her was really interesting and I wonder what Shelby said in the background or like what kind of history they have to where Michael was able to forgive that because it's a big thing to forgive yeah okay the one thing that really irked me about their relationship I think their relationship seemed fine like I would have been less surprised that they said yes than Kwame and Chelsea but then it was after the wedding and that mm-hmm. everything started to tumble out. And Paul saying, like, I'm doing what's best for the both of us. He used those that exact phrase with Amber. I did not, I don't remember that. I remember seeing that because he like muttered it after when she was running away. Oh. But also, if a man that I was about to marry said that to me, it's not his decision to make a choice for, for me. The both of us. Yeah. 
Yeah, agreed. Their whole thing was really confusing. I was very confused at how everything played out. And I feel like we missed a lot of the meat of their situation. Well, during their edit, it seemed like Micah was very insecure about the relationship. Yeah. You could tell by the, like at the bachelorette party, she FaceTimed him was like, do you love me? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She was trying to get that validation that she's, it was so clearly missing, but I don't think like she truly understood where his hesitations were, but a guy like Paul would not be able to fake it. You know, like it's very obvious that she didn't feel extremely secure in that relationship in a way that he was like breadcrumbing her a little bit. Yeah, agreed. And I think it was very confusing of him at the wedding to like give the whole speech and then say no and be like, but I love you. And they even dated after, which is interesting. Yeah. What did you think about her saying that she would have said yes to him? Do you believe that? I think so, because I think she just wanted him to choose her at any point. And if he would have, she would have chosen him. Yeah. So I think she was going to say yes too. But like, if I were in Micah's shoes, the fact that I wanted, I would want the guy to answer first is so telling. It's so telling how insecure you feel in the relationship. Shouldn't that be enough to say no? Okay. But Emily texted me about this and she said that, remember Kelly from season one? She's been going on TikTok and like giving all the behind the scenes. She's trying to get her screen time again and everyone's so mad about it. Okay, but she's giving some good information. She was basically saying that she, her and Kenny had decided that they were going to say no because they were like, yeah, this is not it. And up until the wedding, the producers were in her ear being like, but are you sure? Are you sure you want to say no? Like, you know, think it through. And then whenever she would talk to Kenny ab- or yeah, Kenny about it, he would be like, no, we're saying no. Like, this is not, this does not make sense. So I think Micah especially was probably heavily influenced by production as well to in the moment feel so like she wanted to say yes, but she still had that hesitation. And that's why she asked him to go first. Yeah, that was very like influenced by production Mm -hmm. in the real world. (laughs) <laughs> if we ever feel like that we should know that it's not the right move for us but I think like even through like their entire timeline of her dating him she always liked him more than yeah him. and I think yeah you know it's been said it's been said in the TikTok rumors and the TikTok <laughs> relationship advice columns that the guy must like the girl more yeah and I kind of buy into that I really do and so It just didn't seem like it would have worked out between them. His whole comment on how he couldn't envision her as a mother really shook me. Mm -hmm. And also his like comment on that topic at the reunion really brought a lot of thoughts into my head. So him saying at the wedding that he couldn't see her as a mother, I just thought it was mean, but like honest. I think like if you're someone who wants a family and you don't Mm -hmm. see that, like, that should be an immediate red flag and, you know, more power to him for being so honest Yeah, about it. I think at the reunion, he kind of took a step back and said, like, you know, I couldn't see us as mm-hmm. parents and he couldn't see her as like that nurturing mother type. And her whole thing was like, why didn't you tell me if that was, you know, the biggest thing for you? Yeah, it might be one of the biggest things, but it I guarantee you it's probably not the like only thing that Mm -hmm. gave him pause but the whole like 
her, him needing her to be nurturing and he didn't want to have to spell it out for her. It really made me question, like, was that even, or I don't know how to explain this, but are men just looking for their, to be mothered? (laughs) You should not be nurturing your future husband. I wish Vanessa would have asked more like questions about what does Micah being nurturing look like to you? Or what does someone being nurturing look like to you? Nurturing was a very interesting word choice and it was weird. Yeah. And I think it was fair of Micah to say like, if this is what right now you're saying was the biggest thing, which who knows if it was or wasn't, but that's what he's saying. Like, why didn't you bring it up? It seems like they had very few real conversations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like, they were clearly not good at expressing their feelings to each other in a way that was producing change, right? Like Micah, I feel like in the Irina situation where she said that she thought Paul was attractive, pretty much told Paul, like, it made me feel insecure, And he was validating in that moment was like, yeah, no, nothing's happening. Like, I don't have feelings like that for her. But if she did that, like, I'm sure she brought up other instances where she didn't feel like she was getting the validation she needed. And Mm -hmm. he was never willing or able, whichever it is, to provide that for her. Yeah. I also just didn't think he liked her enough. Yeah. Like, they barely tried after i'm yeah. sure he liked her at some point i don't know if he actually loved her to be honest or he's just really terrible at expressing himself yeah i think the arizona thing was an immediate turnoff for him and was something mm-hmm. that he could not see himself ever compromising for and that it is unfortunate you know and it is a big thing to ask of someone right okay let's talk about the reunion <laughs> okay <laughs> The biggest shit show of all. <laughs> I like how we have not talked about Tiffany and Brett because they are so There's nothing to talk about. Yeah. And they're just like cute and nice. <laughs> Their friends are so supportive. Yeah. Yeah. So supportive. I was like, I really appreciate like the real conversations they had at dinner. They were very like emotionally intelligent. It was, it was nice to watch them. It was good breather in between all of yeah. these fucking clowns. <laughs> Brett asking her dad for his hand for her hand in marriage Mm -hmm. very traditional but I'm glad that he like was able to find that time right before the wedding yeah (laughs) (laughs) but they're a very lovely couple and I'm really excited to see how that played out and it's really refreshing to see um that they're both like older too Mm -hmm. and seeing that work out for them yeah. Because, you know, we're always so stressed about our timelines yeah. and seeing that come through in such like a beautiful love story was like really encouraging. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Back to the reunion. I like, I almost had a watch party for this and I'm so glad I didn't because that was like the biggest disappointment ever. And me seeing like when Netflix said that it would do it live, I was just like, whoa, we've never done it live before for yeah. Netflix. Like, are we prepared to do that? Obviously we no. weren't. Obviously we weren't, but I didn't think the fuck up would be this bad. Like I thought it would be delayed by 15 minutes. The fact that it was delayed for an entire day didn't work for me for my TV, but it worked on my phone, but the audio and the visual didn't match up. And I just like gave up at the end. I was like, fuck this. Wait, so did it ever actually come on live? 
It did for some people. Okay. And everyone was just like, I was just walk- watching it through someone's TikTok. Like someone was just broadcasting it live. Um, it's funny because as like I could never. the delay was happening, um, Love is Blind went live on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And you could just click on the story and see who else was watching, like who else from your friends oh, yeah, was yeah, watching. Yeah. So we were all just having the same issue. Yeah, I am really glad that I did not try to rush home from Austin to try to fit everything in last night. And I was peacefully watching the finale when the reunion <laughs> was supposed to happen. <laughs> Honestly, there wasn't much to really talk about besides like, what we already discussed with Marshall, Jackie, yeah. and Josh, and Micah and Paul. I think like everyone's saying that Zach came swinging for everyone, and he was the only one that delivered. I think Zach was trying to cover up, or like not cover up, but like you know make up for the fact that he didn't have the best edit mm-hmm. during like the rest of the show, and yeah. he really did like re- quote unquote recover. Yeah, and like him and Bliss are really cute together I'm really happy for them but I think he kind of overdid it a bit I don't know everyone else was giving the vibe of we're gonna be respectful and we're gonna be like yeah we're hush hush about certain things but he was not on the same page yeah as everyone whether that's like good or bad who knows yeah I think what was interesting about this season that the last two seasons were different from is the last two seasons they were all really good friends and I did not get that vibe from this reunion handful of them were close to each other but they were not close as a group and it made Zach stand out more when he was kind of quote-unquote ganging up on everyone because Mm -hmm. in the last seasons everyone was ganging up on everyone but they were doing it in pairs and trios and in this one it was just Zach yeah I just had this thought while I was prepping for this episode, but I was just like, everyone's mad because the reunion gave us basically nothing except for classic Zach. Imagine if Love is Blind was hosted by Bravo. Like, just imagine. Oh, it would give us everything. Vanessa is so annoying. I physically cringed multiple times. Also, why was she so fixated on everyone having a baby? Everyone was physically uncomfortable seeing her ask them well, who was having a baby. Netflix is such like a PC network. Like it's the ABC to the show. It's time. not even that. I guess it's more just like, you know, no one else brought up children. You don't know mm-hmm. what any of these people are going through. Maybe don't bring it up until someone says something. Yeah, like they just got like the fact that they're married is like scary enough yeah you want to bring in a child into this discussion (laughs) uh the fact that Bartiz just randomly has a baby (laughs) and they made him film a video that that was so unnecessary I do not understand any decisions that were made about the reunion it was Mm -hmm. honestly so confusing so poorly done there was no point of having this it didn't need to be live. It did not need to be live whatsoever. Nick and Vanessa are not good enough hosts to like do this live. No other network does this live, right? Why did you? Why did Netflix think that they could do it and it'd be better? It was going to be bad regardless, mm-hmm. but this was worse. <laughs> <laughs> it was going to give nothing anyway, and this gave negative nothing. It was overwhelming in how bad it was. Like, I was so overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, I think that it was really bold of them to bring up the Paul touching that girl's butt yeah. on his way out. 
And then not saying the rumor that Paul was supposedly hooking up with one of Micah's bridesmaids during the whole show. Why bring up one piece but not the other? Exactly. All right, let's do the clown awards <sighs> for the pods. Who is okay. clown of the pods? Irina. For sure, Irina, hands down. I don't, it's not even the edit. She was just no. the worst. She's a horrible person and a clown. <laughs> Okay, what about Mexico? I think it was Kwame. Yeah, I was going to say him or Micah. Yeah. Oh, maybe it was Micah. (laughs) I'm between the two of them. Yeah. Yeah, I think Micah because they both had the conversation, but she was the one that made that terrible joke that in no world would that sit well. In no situation. Yeah, I don't know what she thought she was doing by saying it. Okay, what about their life in Seattle? Or Portland or wherever the fuck they live. <laughs> it was Jackie. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I Hands actually momentarily Jackie. forgot that Jackie. Yeah. Existed. Because she exited out early, but she made a splash. Yeah, she was definitely a clown. Who is the clown of the wedding? Uh Micah's friend, Shelby. Yes. Such a clown. It wasn't even your wedding. It wasn't even your show. And you just like became such a villain for it. Um, clown of the reunion. Vanessa Lachey is okay, my clown. give it to Netflix. <laughs> okay, fair. Netflix, especially. Vanessa Lachey, hella up there. Thanks so much for listening. You can follow us on all social media at Clown Vibes Podcast or email us at clownvibespodcast at gmail.com. And if you enjoy our show and want to support us, please like, subscribe, and give us a rating and review. That's it for today. Bye, Bye clowns. clowns.